Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience, then relate to you, the listener. This game is a criminal crime of co-op. It's something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. How's it going? We've got ourselves not one, not two, but three guests on this show. We've got five people for Fall Guys, which seems weird because you can only play with four. How are we going to do this, Philip? We've got Dave <laughs> from Tales of the Backlog. We've got Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, pronouns they, them. Who wrote? Was that you, Matt, that wrote that? That's yeah, I just threw him in there just in case. You're just good. Kidding. And then Yo Correct from the podcast of Evergreen. I forgot to say that Matt is from Reignite Fun and Games Screen Snark and CPOV Autographs. Whoo! You do a whole lot, Matt. So since I, I'm still looking at you, let's <laughs> go. Why don't you uh, tell us about yourself? Sure. Yeah, I I do way too much. Uh, if you ask anyone online, I have too many podcasts. I edit too many podcasts. I produce too many podcasts. Um, but I am I've been podcasting for about a decade. Uh, I started with a music review show that is now on indefinite hiatus, which is my way of saying it's deader than dead. But I refuse to admit it. Um, but <laughs> nice. that spawned my uh, interview show, which is now CPOV Autographs. Uh, all four of my shows are on the Certain Point of View Podcast Network. That's what Certain POV stands for and uh uh yeah i'm just a nerdy human who likes doing podcasts reignite really really quick pitch on all of them because otherwise we'll be here all day reignite currently is a mass effect retrospective podcast the first three seasons were about mass effect the main trilogy and now we are playing through andromeda but me and my co-host play as if we are the lead and make decisions based on how we would make them and then kind of discuss it which has been a lot of fun fun and games is a kind of general gaming podcast we talk about different topics within the industry we interview developers social media managers creators um there's a small form series within it which actually yo Rec and dave are both doing an episode for later on this year called side quests where each episode is about five to 15 minutes and it's a different host talking about a game they love and why they love it it's a really fun series to just celebrate the great stuff in gaming screen snark is a tv and movie podcast where we bring a guest on every episode and autographs is just a straight up interview show um think of all of the comedians you've known your whole life who do interview podcasts and i do that but better excellent <laughs> well yeah excellent yeah that was nice <laughs> when i was checking all these out i saw reignite and i saw mass effect and i was like i'm gonna dive right into this one and i'm a notorious yeah. i'm a notorious uh andromeda hater so i went and listened to the la- the latest episode it was on andromeda and i was kind of disappointed and then the more i listened to it i was like wow this is so positive is this what it's like to like video games again? I forgot what it's like. <laughs> and uh, so it was very pleasant, actually, to listen to something. It made me actually want to go, maybe I was too hard on this game because I played it when it first came out. So Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm lucky enough that I'm going into Andromeda with complete blinders, which is why we're covering it. Uh, my my uh, co-host uh, loves that game and loved it at the time and loves it now. And so when I hadn't still played it, they were like, well, we now have to do it for the show. And I've been pretty positive on it because a lot of the bugs have been fixed and it's just I'm enjoying the story and the characters, but I haven't fully decided how I feel about it yet. I'm getting there. Once we hit the end of the season, I'll have a more complete look at the game. But yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Thank you for giving it a listen. And uh, so since you've been so quiet, why don't you tell us about yourself, Yokarrect? Do you like to go by Yokarrect or do you go by your real name or anything like that? Um, So I go by Yokarrect specifically because at as my age, I don't like to give my real name out in public just for privacy and security concerns. It's a thing with me. Um, but I'm your correct. I'm from the podcast of everything. My podcast is actually very unique, but specifically because 
I actually take gameplay videos like you would see on YouTube and I use it in a video podcast that's on Spotify. So rather than actually listen to us talk about the games and whatnot, we actually play them in videos on Spotify. Episodes 139 and all my game episodes since then are basically just videos, video gameplay like you would see on YouTube, which is actually fascinating. I also touch on education, tech, tutorials, tips, tricks, everything, financial stuff. And the cool thing about it is that if you're at home and you need to watch a video on YouTube, but you don't have the time or the necessary tools to do so, you can download the podcast and listen to the game or listen to whatever on the go. And I've been doing this for a little over a year. So it's, it's not out there just yet, but it's really, really, really gaining steam. So I'd encourage you guys to really check it out. I have a soft spot for the name of your podcast because we too named our podcast exactly what we're talking about gaming together. <laughs> That's what we're doing here. All right. Dave, should I say the best for last? Yeah. Our our good old buddy Dave from Tales of the Backlog, tell us about yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm the host of uh, two podcasts. Uh, like Matt said earlier, just two is too many. Matt, I, I don't know what I don't know what's going on over there, man. I, I only have two podcasts, and two is way too many for me. Um, so I'm host of Tales from the Backlog, which is a video game uh, review type podcast, going through games that I have in my own personal backlog and stuff that you probably have in your backlog too. Uh, Nave was a guest on my show just a few weeks ago, talking about the game Unsighted. That was a really fun episode. So if you want a good place to start, go check out the episode about Unsighted. The thing about Tales from the Backlog is we go in-depth but spoiler-free for about two-thirds of the episode. And then kind of an uh, all-spoilers free-for-all at the end of the show. And my other show is a top three podcast. That one's much more simple. We do top three lists about sometimes video games, mostly food stuff like that. So those are my two shows. I uh, hope you go check them out. Again, Nave was on the episode about Unsighted. Really fun episode. Go check that one out first. You should have a top three list with Matt on it as a guest about top three foods Kirby probably would like the most. Ooh, that's a good collab. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Philip, tell us about your podcast. Uh, we are a gaming podcast. So specifically a co-op gaming podcast. And we have a question we always ask our guests if they have a notable co-op memory when we have them on their show. So we'll just go right back around. Matt, do you have a notable co-op memory you would like to share with our co-op listeners at home? I do, actually. And so I date myself a little bit. Don't do the math. But the N64 is like the co-op system for me. Like I grew up playing that. Um, it was the first console to have like in uh, inherent four-player setup. And so one of my deepest memories was playing GoldenEye in the day. And for those who might not know what GoldenEye is, if you've been under a rock or are like, or if you're Yokarek's age and were born after it was popular, um, it was a game based on the 007 franchise. The multiplayer was really cool. It was split screen co-op. It was, uh, you know, essentially just a first person shooter. And, you know, it was the early days of the online console or not online, the console couch co-op shooter and so my favorite memory is i used to play this game with a bunch of friends and we were all ranging skill levels and i was definitely at the bottom of the barrel i was just not good at that game i was still you might argue i'm still not good at first person shooters but we had this friend of ours gill who was like 
this was before there was really a competitive scene, like could have been competitive scene, GoldenEye player, like absolutely the best player we ever played with. And whenever we would play with him, he would not fire on us until we've emptied our clip. Like he was so good at moving and so good at weaving and so good at shooting that he would wait till he emptied the clip of our gun. And then he would say to us, because we were all on the couch together, he'd just go click, 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 mock us and then kill us. And it was just absolutely infuriating no one could ever Damn. beat him it was and it's like <laughs> stayed with me as like it is the funniest mocking experience i've ever had playing couch co-op like he would absolutely every time wait till we emptied a clip and then put one in our head it was stupid but it was really fun and it stuck with me all these years later you should have had a game mode where everyone was but him was odd job <laughs> right <laughs> then he couldn't hit anybody great <laughs> Well, how about you, Yokarek? Do you have anything, uh, any notable co-op memories that you'd like to share with the class? So, I don't know if you've heard of Destiny 2 before, but I'm, <laughs> yes. a, very, I'm a very big Crucible player. I'll a little known 90, indie game. Like, 90% of what I do yeah. is, 100%, is like almost 100% like multiplayer. And I remember we, we used to... Because back in the day, survival, the game mode with 4v4, now it's like 3v3. You had a certain number of lives, and every time you got your lives depleted, and once you lost your fifth life, you died permanently. And then the, whoever got the most kills and eliminated the other team's lives, they would win that round. Well, this guy, we in one game sucked so bad because we had not fully gotten to a very decent point in being skilled yet. This guy got a 50 kill streak, and I'm like, how do you get 50 kills? He had 50 kills. He, I, I don't know what medal Shaxx gave him for that. There is a medal for that, but he got 50 kills. He, he went to farming? Because he was like a farmer. Rough. It was rough. Mm. That guy immediately got a professional contract. <laughs> straight to the I think Bungie should, si should sign him. Bungie should definitely sign that guy. You no, know, sign him for a contract. Have him play. Give him fifty people. Just have him up and just light him up. Just go. All right, moving right along. Dave, do you have a notable co-op memory? Yeah. So I'm the opposite of what Yokarek just said. I never play co-op games. So this is a fun podcast for me to listen to because it's like just totally opposite of my experience. Um. So I'm going to also go way back on co-op stuff, back to Super Smash Brothers 64 and Melee. Yes. Uh, my brother and I used to just play 99 stock matches against the computer, uh, just oh sit, God. spend like oh. literally an entire <laughs> afternoon just doing that. And we did that so many times. We always had a great time playing that. Like, I don't really play Smash anymore because I, I just don't like, I don't play it often enough to really have fun playing against people who play, you know? So... Mm. I just kind of look back on that as like a really good co-op and Smash Brothers memory. Um, the time that we had when we were little kids to be able to play 99 stock matches against the computer right. to <laughs> have nothing interrupt us or anything like that. So yeah, that that's what I'm going to go with there. I was just thinking about, I was like, man, that is like... That is the hyperbolic time chamber of <laughs> Super Smash <laughs> Brothers. Training. Yeah, right? Yeah. Surprised you didn't show up, come out with like extra long blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are a gaming podcast and we play games that aren't co-op a lot of the times. So let's just check in with each of us and see what we've been playing this week. And if we have anything good to share. Nave, I see you have a game that you have been talking about for like two weeks now, but haven't brought up on the pod. Yeah, because we didn't record in two weeks. Binary Domain 
is uh so i've been talking <laughs> up vanquish and i've been talking up metal gear revengeance and all of these japanese third person shooters binary domain is another one of those made by sega and it kind of feels like a light gun game uh had a baby with gears of war with Ooh. a uh parody of an 80s action film story that randomly gets incredibly serious like it's so abrupt the tonal shifts are neck shattering you could say but uh like so you would like the like the main character would be remark like doing some sexist remarks about the female characters in the in the squad and then suddenly there is a robot ripping his skin off of his face and going what am i what am i i thought i was human and then he blows his own brain out and everyone's like oh my god <laughs> that, that robot was sentient it's insanity and if that intrigues you at all, it's a, it's about America Dude. invading Japan because a Japanese corporation's robots became so advanced that they infiltrated <laughs> humanity. It's so insane. <laughs> Dude, I just I've never heard of this game. I just looked it up. It's made by the people who make the Yakuza games. That's insane. What? <laughs> the tone that you used, my first thought was that sounds like the tonal shifts that are in every Yakuza game. And so like yeah, that, that's yeah, exactly. amazing to me that they're actually the ones who make it. That's, <laughs> I have to check it out now. No wonder I loved it so much. I, that I, it's no wonder. <laughs> yeah, it's right up your alley. All right, moving on to me. Uh, I'm working on my backlog, of course, and I am on the last chapter of Bayonetta, the first Ooh. one, because it was packaged with Vanquish. Nice. And it's good, but it's just not as good as I remember. It makes me just want to play Devil May Cry instead. That's fair. I, I played through the first one not that long ago, and I really liked it, mostly because of the bizarre tone and, like, anything that has, like, female empowerment and ridiculous comedy and goofy and over-the-top action. But then I started the second one, and I actually mm -hmm. think I like the second one better, though I haven't finished it yet. But, yeah, I'm the same it. way. Like, Devil May Cry is, like, my action game. Like, I just I love that series to death. Philip, have you played Bayonetta 2? No, I haven't played Bayonetta 2 yet. I'm still going through the first one. I don't think Philip ever had a I was going to say, Did yeah. Did you have a Wii U? No, I think the uh, what's a Wii U? I think the second one's a lot better <laughs> than the first one, just better in most ways. I'll add it to my list. The backlog grows. Wait, is it on anything else? Uh huh. Is it on, it's the, on Switch? the Switch? Yeah, okay. they're both on the Switch. Yeah, well, thank it's goodness. on Switch. <laughs> All right, Yo Correct. What have you been playing? Five PD. It's uh, GTA Five, but it's on a separate network of servers for multiplayer GTA Five, where you can't get banned for using the mods. And the whole point of it is what it sounds like. Well, you're a cop or fire EMS. You can play as a county sheriff, a local police officer. Some servers will allow you to play as the FBI. You can be a state trooper, fire department, marshals, any emergency services or civilian you want. And it's really fun because the mods are so realistic, you would think you were actually in real life. Like, you can turn the sirens on, sirens are realistic, so you can, like, pull over the AI and interact with it as though you were actually doing real police work in real life. There are callouts, like, active shooters, so, like, you can go and take down a shooter or whatnot. You can, like, go in and have a high-speed chase and whatnot. It's a really fun game to play. And there are tons of servers to choose from. I think you guys would really enjoy that. You know, this sounds like, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the RP servers of Gary's Mod. Because that was oh, my yeah. first thoughts about <laughs> yeah. it. Like, a really a good version of <laughs> Gary's Mod. Not that Gary's Mod isn't great, but we we know what it is. Yeah. Whenever he said mods, the first place I went to was like, Ah, oh, yes, I too go outside and see Hetsune Miku fist fighting a Tully Tubby over <laughs> a bag of crack. That's what I that's what I see out there. 
the the gta mods are insane like the the stuff that people are doing on multiplayer there is is ridiculous as someone who like played the single player when it first came out and then forgot all about that game the stuff that like comes out and i hear people are doing is ridiculous wild you heard of lspdfr before that's the single player police version it's five pd but a single player instead interesting that reminds Mm. me i've been binging this youtube channel called doug doug just one word doug twice and um he just <laughs> philip knows what i'm talking about because i've been linking oh, him nonstop guy. for a couple yeah. of days but he does twitch streams and he has tons of mods and he's like i'm going to try and drive from the north tip of gta 5 to the south tip and i'm going to give uh the twitch chat control of all of my mod commands so they could teleport me away or spawn a bus in front of me they or spawn like people running at them with rocket launchers and stuff it's incredible it's so funny the video I sent to Philip specifically was he was playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and every five minutes he added a new HUD element to his game, and he was playing. Oh. Sta- he wasn't looking at his Switch; he was looking at this uh, oh, computer monitor guy. on OBS. Yeah, and yeah. so he would have like Persona mm. and and RuneScape and and Banjo Kazooie, <laughs> just like yeah. every icon on the screen. Yeah, and he wouldn't just take like a health bar; he would take every HUD element. So it was just looked when he got Red Dead Redemption, the chat convinced him to take the horse off of the screenshot he used. (laughs) So he's like, also, the horse is in here somewhere. It's very good. (laughs) All those mods. Really dumb. Who who do we got next? Matt, you have games you've been playing? So uh, I'm someone who is playing so much stuff at one time. I'm obviously playing through Andromeda for my podcast. And so we're taking it mission by mission. But uh, the main stuff I've been playing really is I, I. Got a key for Sonic Origins, which I've really been enjoying. I'm a diehard Sonic fan. Uh, love the classic games. Love a lot of the new games, even the ones that are not great, because I'm, again, a Sonic fan, and so I take what I can get. <laughs> but Origins has been a lot of fun. Um, my favorite Sonic game ever is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. The little cutscenes they've added to this version of Origins that gap the, bridge the gaps of the games and, like, adding Knuckles to be playable in all of the games. You can even use Knuckles and Tails instead of Sonic and Tails in the second game, things like that. All really cool quality of life stuff. Also, it's the best the game has ever looked and sounded. I have it on an OLED Switch, and, like, it's widescreen. The pixels look sharp. It looks great. Um, So that's been fun. A little co-op related. I've been playing TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. I've already beaten it once. It's great. It's how I, I describe it as it's how I remember um T- uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles turtles in time felt right like when we're kids playing it like it felt like the best game ever and this is like a realization of what that felt like it's just it's it's if you're a classic turtles fan it's a must play um but the game i've been really deep diving in is yakuza like a dragon um last year mm, most of the folks who yes. follow me on twitter know this i <laughs> i deep dived the entire yakuza franchise so um to make a very long story short uh back in 2020 i lost my apartment in a fire um we owned it but it was a whole big thing and so i was displaced for months um and uh, we actually moved back recently it's all built what you see on video the folks that i'm chatting with is the new apartment it looks great it's great but like during that time there was like a month and a half period where we were literally living out of a hotel and i had my pc like in this we had a suite but it was like i just had my pc in this hotel and like we couldn't do anything and so a friend of mine had talked about yakuza zero they're like you got to try it. And so I finally tried it and I binged the entire game. And then from there, it was just Kiwami 1, Kiwami 2, the remasters of 3, 4, 5, 6. Like I played all the way through. And then once I finished 6, I was like, this was excellent. I need a break. And I took a break. And so about a week ago, I was like, I bought, I had bought last year Yakuza Like a Dragon on PS5. And I was like, it's time. This is my favorite franchise now. I love these games. Let me play this. And I've been obsessed with it. It is 
if you like turn-based RPGs that are absolutely absurd, you need to play Yakuza Like a Dragon because it's just the most bonkers, ridiculous game. The whole franchise is. But it's like um, uh, Nave was saying earlier, like Yakuza is the perfect game to me because it could be, you could be helping a dominatrix become a better dominatrix in one mission. <laughs> and then the next mission is about this insane Yakuza hierarchy, real estate, like intense drama. The writing is incredible. The characters are incredible. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been loving it. It's a blast. If you are unsure about the Yakuza franchise and don't want to start at the beginning like I did, Like a Dragon is a great starting point. It's new characters. It's mostly new story. There are things for longtime fans, but for the most part, it's like a brand new start to the franchise. And I highly, highly recommend it. It's just incredible. And the, the turn-based combat and the like RPG mechanics are ridiculous. Like this is a franchise known for beat-em-ups and they have like one of the best turn-based based rpg systems i've ever played it's wild so uh highly recommend yakuza is one of those franchises that really sinks your teeth sinks its teeth into you if you let it and yeah. you can't you can't escape uh -huh. until it's all done yeah yeah right did we do did we do dave what? as dave talked about I mean, his games we're doing i'm it right losing now. track there's so many people there's so many people yeah <laughs> oh <laughs> there's so many people yeah um I just beat a couple of games in the last couple of days and I haven't really started a new like big game yet. So I beat Cadence of Hyrule, the Crypt of the Necrodancer Zelda game. And yeah. I really like Crypt of the Necrodancer. And so like this was kind of like a, you know, a home run for me. You know, add take Crypt of the Necrodancer, which is a really cool game, and then add Zelda music to it. And it's, you know, like I said, home run. Um, it's not really a Zelda game. I was expecting it to be more like, you know, playing a link to the past or something and it's just crypt of the necro dancer music zelda etc that was pretty good um and i just beat neon white yesterday and that game fucking rules apologies for cursing if that's not kosher but that game rules oh, you can curse um it's if you don't know what it is it's like a it's a first person puzzle platform first person shooter and you get these cards, and I thought it was going to be like a deck builder first person thing, and that kind of put me off. But it's not. The cards are like your platforming moves. So like you'll have this card where if you discard it, you get a double jump, etc. And there's a bunch of powers like that. But the key thing is the levels take like forty seconds, and so it's like a speed running game too. And it's just super addictive. Uh, there's a story with like these super, super anime characters. I hate anime. So the story is like poison to me and I really hated the characters, but the gameplay is awesome. So I just kept playing it. So big recommend, even though I super dislike a big part of the game because the gameplay is that good. So if you like anime, this is going to like blow your mind. Neon White's great. That sounds like dopamine the game. 40 second levels jesus <laughs> i don't know if you guys are youtube fans but donkey just put out a video about this game and it is good yeah it looks good yeah you keep keep replaying the levels over and over again to try and get better times uh get you know higher ranks and stuff like that and it's it's super addictive and i'm not really a high score chaser in most games but it's great all right i think that about covers the games we played this week now we got to take care of the admin and then we'll hit our game of the week fall guys so I want to thank our Patreon boys, Michael Superbacker and Pinecone. Couldn't do with it without y'all. Nave, what's going on with the Twitter? Uh, we got one reply because I posted the tweet about 45 minutes before we started recording because I'm irresponsible. So I'm going <laughs> to read it right now. Uh, it's from Hopple Game. 
<laughs> Philip, you want to read that at? Because I tried to read it before and I got it wrong. Atorius? Atiroas? Atiro, Atiroas. It's Hopple game at Atiroas. And he says, I do mostly, air quotes, enjoy the falling part of the game. So 89, 90% of the... <laughs> yeah, you spend a lot of time falling. That is a high recommendation. Just like Gaming Together and the Podcast of Everything, they were very on the nose about what their game is about with their title. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll hit the game. Dun -dun 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 -dun, music plays. And we're back. Fall Guys, developed by Mediatonic, which is known for doing a bunch of Flash games, mostly the Flash versions of PopCap games. And all of a sudden they came out with Fall Guys? Where were these dudes? Published by Devolver, and then further later on in the years, Epic took them over back in 2020. This game is about a bunch of guys falling. This I feel like this is almost perfect for our biggest episode yet with five people. A whole panel discussion on a game that features up to 60 players playing at once, all trying to get that crown, you know? This game single-handedly mm -hmm. flipped my opinion on Battle Royales. I love them now. I'm addicted. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a fantastic meat point that I put in, is usually... At least me and they we're pretty contrarian to popular games. Like like people will talk about Madden or uh, FIFA or uh, what's the other one? Fortnite, Call of Duty. Any of those come up, and I'm like, Ew, Don't gross. Get no, that's not on the list. That's not. That's not a <laughs> that's main something liner. else. Yeah, or like Valorant. Any of the games that are in like the top five currently played on Twitch, I just look at them and cringe. And I'm like, I'm gonna go play Bayonetta from ten years ago. <laughs> but this game. This game's surprisingly good. Which it's just guys falling off of blocks. Yeah, it's it's goofy. Like it's funny. I've come around on Fortnite because I play with a bunch of friends and we just have the dumbest skins and like just run around and shouldn't be like it. You have to accept the comedy of Fortnite to really get into it. Um, also, I don't play any online games without friends. Like I don't. I do a full stack. If I can't get all my friends to play together, like I don't. I don't want to deal with random people on the internet. Understandable. Uh, yeah. But. But Fall Guys was one of those games where, like, it was free for PS Plus pretty early on, even before it went multi-platform and free-to-play. Right. And I was like, okay, so the point is to be this little bean-like humanoid thing and waddle around and maybe win a contest. And it was just so... So the highest compliment you can ever get from me is for me to call you an absolute moron. Because to me, that's like the pinnacle of compliments like i like stupid ridiculous stuff i love to laugh and so like this game is just mm -hmm. so dumb it can't not be fun and like then they started adding different costumes and all sorts of stuff i just i, I like that the point is to just fumble around and try and win a thing it's it's the, i agree it's like the best um battle royale game i've ever played i like how you're saying that you love yeah, it to be I dumb also... and funny and stuff because i immediately they they're doing a uh weekly thing and the skins mm -hmm. are like halo themed and everyone's uh -huh. like whoa master chief whoa look at that brute and i'm like look at that grunt you can be whoa, a grunt you can even get... look so good you can get the grunt <laughs> flail too which is the best yeah. like you just run around flailing your arms it's oh, love it what are you gonna say dave yeah this game this game's free to play and so like they have a bunch of cosmetic things and i do not care about cosmetics in games most of the times but this game has such goofy and stupid cosmetics that a lot of times i was like oh you i don't want to pay for that but you know that like that portal turret looking thing that looks pretty fucking cool i want that so <laughs> yeah. my dude right now is rocking the t-rex head with no pants and i just love how goofy and stupid it looks 
<laughs> this game is incredibly good with their crossover content. Like every time I see like, oh, it's the bullet from Enter the Gungeon or, oh, is that Godzilla? I just saw a Godzilla and a Mecha Godzilla in the same match. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if they're mortal enemies. Like, how is this going to go? Or I look over and I see the Halo yeah. skins, which look really good. Like the Halo content isn't, I don't know, I'm so used to like things just looking half-assed or like they just kind of put it out mm-hmm. there. They're like, yeah, you can have a Halo logo. Cool. But these are like, fully modeled they look good they have great looking textures they are not skimping on like Mm -hmm. i know we're always epic they're in the middle of uh taking over other studios just to make them work on Fortnite content but whoever's working on this content they are doing fantastic speaking of Fortnite, which is not made by epic (laughs) but uh speaking of Fortnite, there there was a podcast i was listening to i can't remember who it was but they were talking this might put Fortnite on our list philip but there's this ability to whenever you because in these battle royals you can down people apparently you can pick them up yeah like as mm-hmm. if they are objects in the game and take them somewhere so this podcast was talking about the whole time they would <laughs> always down people pick them up put them in a dumpster and then throw a grenade into the dumpster to kill them <laughs> and i'm just like the, the the possibilities are so wide with the with the amount of griefing you can do in fortnite apparently i just it sounds so fun mm. i've actually seen i've actually like heard of people taking their opponent when there are cliffs and just throwing them off a cliff just watching them fall <laughs> to their death and they just put their controller down and just raise their hands oh, to yeah, the sky. That's, that's super smash brothers donkey kong style right there <laughs> yeah that's being kirby eating the person and then jumping off the cliff and spitting them out yeah i love that kind of disrespect Mm -hmm. like the thing that i really liked about fall guys was like i don't play a lot of multiplayer especially competitive multiplayer games like i love co-oping in elden ring and stuff like that but i don't play competitive because i just don't play often enough to like get good at these games you know like i stopped playing rocket league because even though i love that game i don't play often enough to keep up with the people at my rank or whatever <laughs> but fall guys there's yeah. so much randomness and like the characters fall down and stuff like that that like i felt like emphasis i felt like i could probably win in fall guys now i never did but because everything's so random <laughs> and everything's so goofy all the time like it really makes you feel like kind of anyone can play this game and you don't have to be like a pro gamer to enjoy playing fall guys it's one of my favorite things about it rocket league is interesting because like at first everyone was really dumb but then eventually people started learning trigonometry and it's like what in the hell what do you mean you can't air dribble the ball 16 times before slam dunking into the enemy's goal across the map without ever touching the ground you're not not really able to play that's the thing too because there is one particular game mode. Uh, there's like an, the Halo event. It always ends the same way. And me and Philip just got so good at this end because we just, I don't know. We, we had try hard glasses on, but it, that's what it makes me think of. It's like there were people who were just getting to that level like the third or fourth time. And this was like a 25th time in a row playing this game mode. And we were just beating them up. <laughs> it's so yeah. fun. One common thing is we are sweaty, butt-chugging Mountain Dew gamers or whatever. And whenever we play this, uh, we go hard. So much to the point yeah. where like, I was like getting ready for this podcast. I'm like, I need to get in as much game time as I can. Because me and Nave have not played this game before this week. At least I haven't. And we went into it. And it was like my daughter's birthday yesterday. And so after all, like the, the general population left the party. And it was just like friends and family left. Uh, we all came in the house and I started up fall guys and I just started making everyone, the party go around the circle and play fall guys just to get as far as they could. <laughs> and 
this game is hard on new players, but they are in it to win it. And we are just sitting there like yelling at them, like, let's go rise up gamers as someone makes it. Or like, it was like in the first one, uh, we like, I'm watching my partner play or whatever. Uh, I'm pl- no, that was it. I'm playing, but I would make it because I was just making it really fast. And just in the first round, I would switch to like this other guy whose name was like Naruto Kun or 420 blaze it or something like that. And I'm like, Oh, Naruto Kun's trash. He's never going to make it. He got like 42nd and was able to qualify or whatever. And I'm like, um, he barely made it. And then it made through like the next round. And we always switch back to Naruto Kun because I would always finish before him. And old Naruto Kun was sticking out to the end and he made it to the final one. And it was me and Naruto Kun and he beat me and everyone cheered. And they're like, Oh, Naruto Kun. And I'm like, this is, this is fantastic gaming. If a lot of, not everyone in my family is like super into games. Like they all play, but they're right. not, they're not butt chugging Mountain Dew gamers like us, but for them to get this hyped over a game, it's just incredible. <laughs> Especially when they weren't even playing. We're watching a random. We'd never met before. Not even me playing. We're watching a complete random. And when he won, we cheered and just like screamed our heads off. Mm-hmm. The game is simple, like deceptively. So, and yeah. just the simplicity I've... of everything, like everything's so readable and easy to judge, even if you have little to no gaming experience to the point where, like you were saying, all of these people watching along can empathize and feel for you. Like whenever you're jumping and you ba- your feet barely touch a thing oh. that's spinning and then you yeah. tumble away a million miles per hour out of the room, like you just got super smashed. And it's like, everyone just goes, ah, oh, because they could tell that that was bullcrap. Yeah. The, the fastest way to my heart is to make something goddamn adorable, too. And these beans are so cute. And they make the cutest little muffled noises. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's stupid. It's like, it reminds me of, God, I'm going to really date myself here. There were these little toys when I was a kid called wob- Wibbles or Wobbles. And they would like, they, w- they the, the commercials like Wibbles wobble, but they don't fall down. Like, that's what <laughs> yeah. these little beans remind me of. Like, these little wobbly things that may fall over. And like, nothing is better than watching someone totally bite it, going for like a leap jump to something, and then just completely biting it and falling. Even if it's me, I lose it because it just looks so silly. It just reminded me that there was this thing. I think I might be making this up, but have you ever heard of Mighty Beans? Philip, this would be yes, our age. I know. Oh, I remember Beans Mighty Beans. Yeah. I thought that's what, what you were describing. And I was like, <laughs> I don't remember that. I thought Mighty Beans was like, yes, buy the money. Like, look at this one. It's so cool. They were extreme. They were. Yeah, they, they had were big extreme. angry faces and all that other stuff. And we might have lost Dave. Yeah, Dave might have reset just to see if he can fix his del- delay a little bit. All right. Well, we'll eventually get him back. Well, so he's right there. Wrecked. What? I'm I don't back see now. him. Let me just pop back in. It looks yep. like. Anyways, Yokar wrecked. Yeah, I'm sure, like I haven't heard I'm enough sure this won't this be hard for you. Yeah, I'll edit around this. Don't worry. What, um, what's so been your experience with the game? This, this is going to be very interesting, but I actually have not gotten a chance to actually touch it. But I hear that the comparison, Fall Guys is better than Fortnite in some ways, and Fortnite is better than Fall Guys in other ways. Like, I'm personally the kind of guy who likes to do guerrilla tactics and sit in the bushes with guns and stuff and kill people. <laughs> but I feel like Fall Guys is Fall Guys might be have more of an edge over Fortnite because of the the way the mechanics are designed like it's not like in a military style thing it's more of like you're falling and you're trying and and while you're falling you're trying to hit people and kill them basically what's the gravity in that it makes me wonder in theory what's the gravity of the game is it like king kai's planet in there because that's what that's what i think of when i see the gravity and the guys falling i think king kai's planet oh they can't stand up but they can still fight like that's that's got that's really cool to me, 
I like really li- I really really like that aspect. Like your fault, you're constantly like having to work with different physics and whatnot. Because let's just say Fortnite has virtually no physics. It's like Minecraft when it comes to physics. It's like, but Fall Guys, physics, yes. Because I'm 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 not a math person, but I like that. I like the science of it, the science behind. it. I'd say Fall Guys is probably like moon gravity. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm <laughs> Are you gonna talk yeah, about the volleyball? Like, well, yeah. no, okay, so here's how it seems to work. Each character, you can jump about a character's height when you jump, but they are very dense when, like, falling. They will just fall whichever direction they're going. They have, like, heavy inertia, and anything that is, like, a bouncer or a moving object that hits you, you will take, like, oh, a God. full brunt of it. You will get tapped by a swinging <laughs> rod, and it will catapult you across oh. the screen. You will absorb all of the kinetic energy of that thing. (laughs) There's never like a glancing blow where it just bounced off. It's like you hit it and then the particles or the friction coefficient was so high that you lock (laughs) into it and it drags you out of your skin until like I I was playing with JP. He was over our personal friend JP and he got like catapulted across the head of his character model somehow hooked onto a wall, gave him a giant giraffe neck before it snapped into place like a rubber band, spinning him in circles and he flies into the abyss. And we're Why like, didn't you record that? that? Oh, I wasn't oh, thinking about so time. You Plus should have gotten it on Xbox. Oh, should have yeah. gotten it captured on Xbox. Just record what happened up to five minutes. I would have watched that. But God, there are sections of like, like low gravity like the volleyball where you are playing against it with a giant volleyball that is moving Mm -hmm. so painfully slow so slow that (laughs) i hate playing volleyball because it is two minutes of you guys playing volleyball with the world's slowest volleyball and then Mm -hmm. when you do miss it and it just bounces in the ground you are just enraged of fire (laughs) as you're like how how is this possible the ball yeah. takes 40 seconds to fall from its apex to the ground. And in that time, I had so much time to get in position because it gives you a giant highlighted spot of where to go, yet somehow I still miss it. And somehow <laughs> Nave would fail at volleyball every time it came up. And I'm like, what are you doing? Just, just hit the ball, Nave. Just hit the ball. It's the worst because, like you said, it takes a million years to fall from its apex. And yeah. it, the, the, the worst feeling is whenever you are one point down and the ball spawns on the other side and there's 30 seconds left and the other guy just juggles it on his side yeah. and you're just like <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> like how dare you give me He's the gotta play the meta is, is when the ball's being like when the ball is taking 55 seconds to fall down you have a lot of time to second guess your positioning and like a little bit to the right a little bit back oh no no oh shit oh oh i missed it shit that's what happened. The worst yeah, is when you're trying to... that game against you, Philip. <laughs> if you're oh, trying, dude, to... <laughs> I forgot about that. We need to bring that. <laughs> we got to bring that up. So whenever you're trying to do the Rocket League trigonometry, it is not the same. Like there is oh, some... it is not. that ball no. has a mind of its own. No, like, your degree of is not going to help you in that game. <laughs> I'll hit it dead center, and it will just <laughs> spike directly to my right. And I'm like, how? I'm just, I'll just leave. I'll just stand still for the rest of the game. I'm just like, how did that happen to me? The, the physics in this game are wild. I, so when I played it at launch and I streamed it a bunch because it was just inherent comedy, like the, yeah, just watching. And like I have a clip, it should still be on my Twitch page of like me playing Fruit Shoot, which I'm not sure if it's still in the game, but it's it this is literally this just for those who have not played it, it's a conveyor belt with giant pieces of fruit falling at you. And all you have to do is get to the other side of the conveyor belt to win that. God. Match. And like 
I, <laughs> I'm running, All you I'm have running, to do. <laughs> and like, I'm just trying to get there. And I say to my, my, the people watching, I'm like, you know, fruit shoots, one of those games. Sometimes you get the fruit shoot. Sometimes the fruit gets you seconds later, get clobbered by a mango and fall off the stage. And like, it's just the comedic timing that this game generates is perfect. And it's 90% physics based. Mm-hmm. I remember I was in first place on that level. Philip heard me. I, I lost my mind. I was almost <laughs> at the top and right where the pretzel stick spawns felt uh-huh. directly on top of me. And then I slowly rolled all the way down and I could feel my eyeballs dilate. Like I was uh-huh. so enraged. I was like, I, this is impossible. <laughs> and there are just, I, it just happens to you sometimes. Like yeah. <laughs> this is that That's kind of good. game. Uh, call back to the, the volleyball segment where it was me against the very real Dave Jackson. Uh-huh. And <laughs> like this was this is lining up to be the first win I ever got in the game. And like in our first round, I'm like the first time I ever played this game, I made it to the finals. So I'm like, this game's obviously full of bots. And I was like, no, most of it is just children. But the thing is, <laughs> the la- once you make it to the semifinals, which is like the volleyball stages and stuff like that, that is the top 10 percent of all the players. So you are actually playing against the real players at that point <laughs> mm-hmm. in your first like two rounds, the first two shows or whatever. It is nothing but children and you know losers and then once you make it to the volleyball stage all of a sudden it's like bursting in the sweat all of a sudden like i'm like barely holding on to the controller i'm shaking and i look over and i see someone in our party on the other like on the other side of the net (laughs) dave right there and i'm like it's one thing to beat a random it's another thing to beat someone that i can then talk to him afterwards and be like hey did you see me beat you Uh (laughs) (laughs) and so i saw him and i'm like oh this is like full power mode and it was like a duel of fates as i as we battled it out, it was brutal. It was a good game, yeah. And the worst part was, is that that was one of the 5% of the time where I ever won my volleyball match somehow. And me and Philip were in the finals. And then he proceeded to beat me as well, which mm-hmm. enraged me. <laughs> I, got my, I got my first crown as a solo. And I'm like, this game's too easy, Nave. This game's full of babies. God, <laughs> as I'm like falling, I'm like the third person to die. I'm like, God dang it. Nave, so did you did you ever win a uh, a round? I ended up winning. So in that one night, Philip won, and then I ended up winning a little uh, pretty clutch match. One of the the race where you had to go and grab the crown at the end, mm-hmm, and right then on. which there wasn't a whole lot of funny things to happen there. But then Philip goes, "All right, I've got one more game in me before I have to go to bed because I have work in the morning." And what happens, Philip? <laughs> uh, this is it where we made it like halfway through, and Nave's like, "Man, it's your last match." It's probably going to be me and you in the finals, and you're just going to win it. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see. And then we make it to the finals, and I beat <laughs> Nave by, like, a second. <laughs> it is, like, super close. And I'm like, yeah, this game is easy. I don't know what your problem is, Nave. Like, why don't you get these crowns? And the thing is, is so I recorded all three of those wins. But at that on that win, it's all on our Twitter profile. Um uh, on that win, at the very end, when Philip's celebrating, you can see me immediately hit report player for cheating. Like I was just, I was, I was like, oh, 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 oh. I was just so mad salty. at him. Yeah, I was. It is something else to lose to me and Philip are so competitive against each other. So it's like, okay, I lost, whatever. But when Philip beats me, I'm like, oh, I gotta win somehow. I forced him to play like three more games with me just to try and get the win. You guys get a lot of crowns, a lot of wins and chicken dinners? 
I did. I got a few wins. Uh, I think what's fun for me about the final rounds, especially, is just to like how it can go south so fast. My mm -hmm. favorite yeah. one was there was a final round I was playing, and it was there's a, a game where uh, a player has a tail and the rest of the players don't, and you have to tail have tag. the tail yeah. at the end of the match. And I won by like it's literally seconds left this this bean thinks that they're the winner they're they're far ahead of me i kind of circumvent them and dive on them and i grab the tail <laughs> at the end and then the match ends and i can only imagine what that's like um i often get to the final round i don't often win uh i think this is the only game i've ever played where i laugh when i lose like i don't i rarely feel mad unless it's like something really bonkers or if i'm playing with friends and they're you know giving me a hard time on purpose you know oh yeah that kind of fun way but like i just love how ridiculous this game is and it's and what's also really cool is that like winning around gets you points and like you don't just get points and stuff for winning the whole thing like there right. are awards for getting to certain points and like it just feels more rewarding to play this game on a moment-to-moment -moment basis than a lot of the other you know um battle royales that i've played because it seems to only like you really only seem to get stuff for like the absolute victory and like right here like crowns are good to get but th there are other things you can unlock beyond just getting crowns and wins mm -hmm. uh so let's take a time to talk to yo correct who seems to have something come up uh, looks like we've got, we've got to cut our time short a little bit for him. So, uh, Yo Karak, do you have any uh, final words you want to say about Fall Guys or anything else? Well, I thank you guys so much for having me. It's been a pleasure to be here with you guys. I don't really usually go on other people's podcasts much. I normally host people. So, for me, this is actually very, very cool. You guys are very, very awesome. Um, I really enjoyed every minute of it, you guys. But I got to head out, so I appreciate it. Bye, you guys. Hope you guys have an amazing 4th of July. Okay. All, right. All right. Thanks for Appreciate coming. Appreciate you coming on. Take care, Yo Correct. And that is Yo Correct, and his podcast is the podcast of everything. If you want to go check him out. Links below in the description. Probably. If we did our job. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Sometimes, you know, things come Pro up. podcasters. All right. Uh, okay, just a call back before we get too far ahead of ourselves. Y'all were talking about how it has so many cosmetics and, like, things you could buy. And Nave. I come in and he's already spent money on the microtransactions. <laughs> of course. And of course, I am a cheap to the bones gamer. Like, mm, like I will never spend on a microtransaction except for League of Legends. And I already feel like I've gone too far with them. <laughs> so it's like the, the sunk cost fallacy. I just keep going. But Nave, in a, a game we're reviewing and might not play again, who knows if it was even good? You've only been playing for four hours and you were like, I'm going to buy a skin. But Philip, hear me out. They had purple. I had to it wasn't, buy. It, it wasn't even a like a, a unique skin. It was just a color. You couldn't. <laughs> like, you could have bought the grunt skin if you waited a day, a day longer. They would have come out with the grunt. Yeah, and now I won't buy the grunt skin because I want to wear my purple. So it's it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm usually a similar way with microtransactions. I, I mean, I say that, but I've been playing Pokemon Unite, and I have a ton of skins in that. And like for me, it's like it's the 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 dorky need versus the stingy not spending money and like when they put boba fett my favorite star wars character since i was four years old in Fortnite, i went well i guess i'm buying this like there was literally no self-control and mm -hmm. i've had that with with fall guys too uh and it's totally worth it like actually through twitch prime i got uh an Ezio costume for my guy so yeah. which is great like i just wear it all the time i'm like i am the opposite of stealthy but it doesn't matter it looks awesome yeah 
I don't really buy microtransaction stuff either, but in free-to-play games where I think the developers are doing a good job, I will often buy stuff. Like I did that in Warframe after I played it for like 100 hours for free. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to kick them 20 bucks. This game rules. They deserve yeah. it. So Fall Very Guys. gracious of you. I haven't bought anything in Fall Guys yet, but it's I've played this for, <clears throat> I don't know, 25, 30 hours. Like I feel like, you know, they've they've earned a little bit of money uh from me i might buy if i keep playing i might buy some skins because i really i just like what they're doing and this is a way to support you know free-to-play devs who i think are doing a good job and not like money grabbing super hungrily you know what i mean yeah well and even when the game came out it was like a 20 dollar game like it was not a full 60 dollar investment and so yeah and like you said i got it for free on ps plus so i've never paid to play fall guys this whole time so yeah i feel pretty similarly whenever a game is free like it was so much easier to spend ten dollars on purple for halo <laughs> even though you <laughs> know that's like all you really here. get <laughs> yeah it's like okay well <laughs> but uh it's it's i I have a similar i mean a similar situation with matt as well where it's like you know i talk crap about all these people wearing different skins you know but if Fortnite releases a Kazuma Kiryu skin. I guess I'm playing Fortnite. Oh. Oh. You meet you and me both. Like I'll yeah. buy it day one. <laughs> Might have. I to. almost bought Rainbow Six. I think oh, which Rainbow Six was it? One of the new Rainbow Sixes Siege. released a Siege released a Yakuza set, and like I didn't buy it, but I almost like, and I've never played the game, but I almost bought the game just to play with those skins. It's, oh my god. Same Sad. with that new Monkey Ball game. I, as soon as I saw oh, the announcement, yeah. I was like, Monkey Ball? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to buy Monkey Oh, Kiryu's in it? I might have to buy Monkey Ball now. <laughs> what a crossover. I, yeah, There was someone I was playing Siege with, and I can't remember what character has the Kiryu uh, skin, but whenever we were playing together, he got a message on, from the other team, and it just said, Dame Dane. And I'm just like, <laughs> amazing. Dude, love it. I love this community. <laughs> I love it so much. All right, so in the week we were playing, there was a, a Spartan showdown currently going on where you could get a very nice-looking purple cat ears Spartan helmet. It's like they watch me play Halo. <laughs> it's like they know exactly exact what I look, look like. Yeah, I wear the purple uh, Spartan helmet with cat ears. That's exactly me. So for like the five days we were playing this game, we were actively trying to get this helmet unlocked. And we saw so many people with this helmet, but this is brutally hard to unlock because of RNG. There is one level in particular called Dizzying Heights, which is a pretty simple level. It comes up a lot in solo play, where mm-hmm. it is just nothing but like spinning pie dishes with maybe some fans mixed in with little oh, jumpers yeah. and stuff like that. It's a very simple level, very by the book. It eliminates the children. But me and Nave could not get this level to pop. We played, I think, like 10 matches one day, and we won like seven of them, which was incredible. Of just like Spartan Showdown. We're like, man, these crowns are so easy to get. This game is baby mode. But we could not get Dizzying Heights until it finally popped up. And then we were like, oh, ooga booga. We like, look over and we, like, <laughs> we see the Spartan helmet like floating in the middle of the screen. And we just like beelined. Like, I don't care if we lose this one day. We got to get that helmet. And we finally got it after all this time. Nice. Love it. And as soon as I put it on, there was like 15, 20 other ones in the whole map. And I realized I didn't know where I was ever because I don't stand out anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a lot. It says a lot, too, because it's like the cosmetics. Usually it's like, you know, they don't affect the gameplay at all. But there is like a one percent chance that you confuse yourself with someone else in a giant mob of people because you don't know. You don't know which one you are because you're red just like everyone else. 
yeah, standing out, I feel like in a game with 60 other players or 59 other players is kind of key. And mm-hmm. I haven't seen a lot of Ezio's yet, but like before that, I think I was using like the hot dog costume that I unlocked. Yeah. Like yeah. just you got you want to stand out. So you're like, oh, there I am on the map with all of these little beans as we pour over a ledge. Yeah, which I bamboozled myself with that because I went to the store and it's like your like daily store that's like swapping in and out, and it was like a new color in there. And I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna buy a different color that way I don't look the same color as everyone else. I'm like, what colors do they have? And it's like pumpkin, and it's a kind of orange. And I'm like, cool. I grab it and I go back in there, and Nave is like, why are you basic orange? And I'm like, no, Nave, don't be silly. It's I'm not basic pumpkin. orange. I'm pumpkin. <laughs> and I look in there, and there is basic orange. There's pumpkin. There is pumpkin spice. There is like a traffic cone orange. There's all of a sudden I look, I'm like, I didn't realize orange was such a popular color until I got it. And I noticed 40 out of the 60 people are some variation of orange. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. See, I've, I'm rocking that T-Rex like upper, you know, the yeah. T-Rex topper. Yeah, and yeah. that was like the hot thing, like two weeks after the game released. And then yeah. everyone moved on, but I've just kept it. So I'm the only one with the T-Rex topper now. Easy to find me. <laughs> I, don't, I really like the Godzillas. They look really good. <laughs> so good. Put Godzilla in everything. Godzilla's mm-hmm. great. Just there's no game that shouldn't have Godzilla in it, as far as I'm concerned. There's not a whole lot of games where I change the way I look too much. Like it, we spoke about Rainbow Six Siege and those characters, those skins. Even in League of Legends, I always pick one skin. I'm like, this is me forever. Yeah. I'm not going to change anything. I'll get a gun. I mean, I'll get a gun color. I will make all my guns that same color. I don't care. I'm just like, this is what it's like. But in Fall Guys, it's so simple and easy to just kind of mix and match, swap things around that I was constantly changing the way that my character looked. I don't know how that how you guys felt about that, but this is one of those rare occasions where I was actively like customizing my guy like all the time, just for no reason. Yeah, I like how much you can mix and match. And I like that the top and the pants are like separate. And so like yeah. you could be Ezio and his boxers, you know, with the little boxer pants <laughs> or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you can kind of just mix and match and it, it's really fun. And like I want to unlock more of the like video game specific ones. Like on the current battle pass, there's they brought back their Among Us crossover and there's like a yellow an orange Among Us with like a cheese on his head. And so yeah, like I've seen that one. Like that kind of stuff. Like I, I, I love the idea of being able to mix and match these different franchise characters and like be a grunt with like Ezio's pants on or something. Like that just seems extra goofy to me in a way. Yeah, and you guys, it. you guys said it before, but they do a great job of making those skins look like Fall Guys characters and not just like, hey, it's an Among Us dude in Fall Guys. Like they look like yeah. Fall Guys skins. The art, the art team does a great job with that. Yeah, it's uh one really cool thing is that uh. Well, never mind. I lost my thought. Continue. <laughs> All right, I want to hit some negative points real quick. No couch co-op? This game yeah, seems bummer. perfect for a couch co-op setup. And it's not even like, oh no, this game is graphically intensive with all the moving parts or something like that. We're playing mm-hmm. on a Series X. The game oh, is Phillip, three gigs. Have you seen the textures on the hammer? Oh my God. <laughs> the game I is three gigs. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I will say that there is a way to kind of do couch co-op, but that's only if you own too many consoles like I do. Like, I have a Switch OLED (laughs) and I have a PS5. And so, like, my spouse actually was watching me play and they really, they're like, oh, this looks really silly. Like, I'd like to try it. And I was like, okay. So I downloaded it on the Switch and, like, I'll sit with my Switch while they use the TV and then we can play together that way. But it's couch co-op on the internet in the same room. It's not really split screen couch co-op, which I agree. I think this game is kind of perfect for it. That said, now that they have the extra funding and they're going to add like a level creator, it might be in the cards. They may add it later on. I could see them adding that as like a post post uh, epic store like adjustment. 
Well, see, what you've got to do is you've got to sit right in front of your entertainment uh, center and then duct tape the switch to the bottom of the TV. Right, and exactly. now it's split screen. You no, sit it's right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else did I want to complain about? I think I had more complaints, but I can't remember about this time. Maybe just the <laughs> long load times or queue times, yeah. which it's hard to find 60 players. I get that. But sometimes we would sit there and I would load up. Like I always had my Switch with me when we were playing this game. So I can play Nino Kuni on the side whenever mm-hmm. you know we're loading into a match. Or if we're playing solos and I get knocked out early somehow, mostly bad luck, I'm sure, not skill mm-hmm. related. And then I could play Nino Kuni while Nave was playing. Yeah, the only yeah, complaint it, that I really have with this is that, like, there for people like me who uh, who play for two weeks at a time and then take a six month break and then come back and play for two weeks, it's just too hard to win now. I think because there's there's a lot of people that have just been playing the whole time or pro gamers like Nave and Philip who just hop in and start dominating. <laughs> but for me, it's like it, it's one of those games where, like, I think uh, Matt, you said it earlier. I'm not really mad that I can't win in this game, but like. I would like to win one time, you know, like sure. when I lose, I'm not like, ah, you know, cheating motherfuckers <laughs> or anything like that. Like I am in, in Rocket <laughs> Report them now. Yeah. But in Fall Guys, I'm just like, man, I feel like I should win one, you know, like I'm, I'm not bad. I make it to the final round often. I just cannot. The, the closest I got was in that, that climb. And then you have to jump on the crown at the end, you know, mm-hmm. and I was first and I jumped and missed the crown and Dude, lost. It was the worst. I did that in front of <laughs> everyone so at the party. Yeah. Like I didn't oh like, I didn't know the crown went up and down. And so yeah. I get up there on first and I'm like, suck it losers. As yeah, I like exactly. jump into the crown. And then I watch as my family and friends boo me <laughs> as someone else jumps after me <laughs> yeah. and like gets it. Like, it's why? like one of those dreams where you're in front of a, in front of the class in your underwear. Like that's yeah. what Philip's experience was just that. Mm-hmm. And it's in front of kids. So it's even more brutal because <laughs> kids are insane. <laughs> kids don't yep. know. But my only major complaint is that, um, the currency changed and like i get it they went free to play so they added a new currency that yeah. you can buy but like i have i don't know fi- 1500 kudos because i played a bunch and like redeemed a bunch of stuff but now kudos are only for the small daily store stuff and it's none of the like really fancy skins which like i said i get like they're gone to free to play they need to make their money and i totally respect it and it's then and like the prices for the i forget what the other the other currency is called but the multicolored currency right Uh, kirby tokens oh yeah yeah (laughs) and it's not even that ridiculous cost wise they're pretty on par with other stuff it's just for me as someone who had the surplus of money i was like great i'm gonna buy all this stuff empty out my account and then i'll maybe pay for more points and then i I can't and so that was a bit discouraging to me personally but but again it's not something that i'm like how dare they because like they got to make their money right you when you move free to play you have to have something else in place to bring in that bring in that moolah Mm-hmm. That's an interesting perspective because me and Philip have both started whenever the game released on Xbox, and by then it was already free to play with everything converted around. So yeah. we never got to experience any of that old stuff. So that's cool to hear. Yeah, and I was never good enough to have a you know a cachet of, <laughs> of currency from the old <laughs> days anyway. So I took a. I think I played this last like maybe six months ago or something, and then like when we talked about doing the show, I was like, yeah, I'll hop on and see what's going on. And I do like how they you know, since I do come back to this game every six months, I do like how they keep updating new stuff. So for me, it's like, oh, there's a whole bunch of new stuff to see every time I log in. Yeah, that raises the other point of like, is there like, I mean, obviously this game seems pretty popular. There was a very active player base whenever we were there. And this made me think back to classic Mario Party. 
like the platforms of peril and mini games like yeah. that <laughs> where it's specific call outs for mini games but it's just a platforming challenge which i love those are like my favorite mario party games because of how brutally accurate you needed to be with your crappy nintendo 64 controllers <laughs> and i loved it in this game which of course led to many call outs where we just had like a string of just call outs that we called time such as the wario oh i missed every time <laughs> <laughs> that would come up multiple times each match or when we'd be spectating someone in the group and they would see uh like our friend uh, Melissa getting like beat up by a hammer in the corner and she just can't break free. And Dave's like, you got to flex and break out. Flex hard. It's like, Oh God, you can't get away. Yeah. It does have that mini game feel to it while mm -hmm. still being like, I, I think what I like about this game versus other battle Royales and the, and you just made me think of it. Um, Phil is that you're not, versing other players you are but you're mostly versing the course there are some games where it's like direct comp competition but for the most part the platforming stuff especially it's you versus the environment and the environment's yeah. probably going to get you but like occasionally people will grab you or stop you from going over the finish line but for the most part it's you versus the world and i like those kinds of competitions better because mm -hmm. direct competition i am not good at Oh, can we talk that about is... just like how this works as like you mentioned grabbing just how <laughs> I like the games like, so like Rocket League is like this too, where you can't like, if you're playing on console, at least you can't like chat directly to people. You can't voice chat to yeah. random people that are playing, but you can, you know, do little things like grab them. You can do your emotes and stuff like that. And I have a ton of fun just, you know, like if there's a lull in one of those, you know, avoid the, you know, the things coming at you games, I'll just run over and give someone a hug just for a couple seconds. <laughs> or uh, if I'm like, if I make it to the, the finish line and I'm like, you know, way really safe, not in any danger of being eliminated. I'll just stay and like clap for people as they run past. <laughs> like I have a lot of fun doing stuff like that in this game. That's they pointed out at one point. What's up? That's the yin and the yang of me and Dave because Phil's like, <laughs> I mean, uh, Dave is like, I'll clap for people. I always, if I'm like, okay, there's like 30 spots still open, right. I will turn around, find the first person that's next to me, and reach my arms out, and I'm like, you, and then I just fucking <laughs> grab them and push them against the wall, and I'm like, go, everyone, get in there, and I'm just like holding one specific <laughs> guy back. I I just ruined some kid's night, but I'm well, just no, grabbing people. It's so funny you say that because that is actually a reoccurring theme where my daughter. Was was playing during the party or whatever and she was just playing in like she was not doing very well in the beginning but she started to get good the more we played and she was making to she's about to qualify and someone turned around at the finish line and grabbed her and held her and she just screamed like ah like as, <laughs> oh, no. as they wouldn't let her pass. she ended up making it anyways but it was just so funny it's great, especially when you get on those choke points where, yeah. uh, like, you there's only a small little gap that you can go through, and you turn around, and you're like, "Not so fast, guy!" And you just hold, <laughs> you just traffic jam the whole freaking group where everyone's like, "Move! Would you move? Like, I can't. What are you doing? I gotta get that chicken dinner." I love Which, how in the in the knockout one where you have to break the fake walls. Uh -huh. Yeah. Like, oh God. In the if there is a fake wall in the middle at the on the first one, like everyone just funnels into it, and then it's just a hard <laughs> stop, and everyone's mm -hmm. trying to push to the other side walls, and it's like my favorite bottleneck because it's, it's just goopy as hell. And the way the physics work, you don't like you can't just like move past other players. You'll like ricochet no. off of no. other players, and it's just a giant mess whenever those things happen. It's real funny. Or like That's the speed perfect. racing ones, like the circuits, where yeah. you'll be sprinting and it's just you just hit those speed boosts along the way. 
you will bump into someone else that has already bumped off a bouncer. So they are currently in the falling state, which then means if you bump into them, you will fall as well because yeah. they are like ricocheting back at full force. And oh my God, that is the biggest like vein popping in my forehead. When I see an incompetent fool bounce off a bouncer, flying into me, causing me to lose my speed. And I'm like, oh my, as I'm about to like snap my controller into, what are you doing? Sonic fan 320, get out of my way. God, the incompetence of some evil is like the most, it's like, uh, it's like you're, you're doing the perfect run on the teeter totter one and you're in the front. And then as you're, as you jump on the next one, eight people also jump on the same side as you. Cause they're following you. Cause you're in the lead. You think, you know, something they don't probably. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just <laughs> dumps into the freaking abyss down yeah. below. And I'm like, why, <laughs> why did everyone follow me? I mean, yeah. Dude, the now seesaw we all ones are they're infuriating sometimes you're like bro do you not know how seesaw works like you can't all stand on the same side that's one not side. how this and yet, works they will all go to that one side yeah. it's like haha suckers i'm gonna go the other side the worst though is when you go the opposite way but there are too many on the other side and you get to the peak you're oh, it's too jump, high and then you just yeah. roll down because uh-huh. you can't compete with the gravity it's great because people are stubborn like you get some kids in there that are like i will not be the one that balances this out i am jumping across so you guys go do it and i'm just mm-hmm. like oh i want to fight you i want to die just to spite you i've been there's a I lot of that going you. on <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, you say we know how seesaws work, but there's one level in particular where the seesaw is timed instead ah! of being based That's on the, the weight on it. And so you will get to it and you're like waiting and you're like, I don't know, I think I can make the jump, but it's just slightly too slow where if you jump as soon as it like starts moving, it will just like, bah! like slap you down out of the air. <laughs> Be like, no, you shouldn't have jumped that soon. But it's so funny because Nave's like, please remind me that the last seesaw is timed when we get there. I'm like, okay, I'll remind you, Nave. And then he doesn't. And then right. I die. Yeah. Because it's just, I see Seesaw and I've been trained. That's the only Seesaw, I think, in the whole game that's timed in that one specific game. It is painful. Yeah. But me and Abe did learn some big meta plays with the diving, sprinting, the jumping, the way like you really mm-hmm. need to play each course because we were tryhards. And uh, one meta tip that I really picked up on is you do get a little bit extra speed when you do the dive. So when yep. you yep. get to the finish line, you need to do a little jump dive just to make it in a little bit faster. That Satisfying was the joke. Too. Yeah. Constantly. Every single time that Philip would finish and I'm like in last place, Philip's like, you know, if you get to the finish line, if you dive, you go a little faster. I'm like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm, and I get disqualified. <laughs> well, no, because it was like a, it was like my second race and you're like giving me these pro tips. I'm like, I don't want your pro tips, Nay. <laughs> you're like you know if you dive and so i decided at that point it was like me and melissa were both just hitting him with it every time we finished before what do you, you know, are you worried you about actually... looking stupid while playing fall guys is that what's going on yes <laughs> yeah, right my favorite Always. thing was i once lost a race because i dove too early and like i just did a little slide up oh, to no. <laughs> oh no and then player 40 or whatever it was crossed the line i was like no like but it's funny as hell like it's yeah uh, i was like was mad and then i was like oh but i'm an idiot and it was funny when yo correct was talking about fortnite and like he, he's like i prefer guerrilla warfare the first thing that came to my mind i forgot about this until just now is that there is guerrilla warfare and fall guys those in especially in that spartan showcase but there are these balls that blow up when you throw them and sometimes they're in just random there's random obstacles that people can grab these balls and throw them and every time 
I would stop to f pick up a ball and throw it. And Philip would always get mad because in that game mode, we're duos. So he's linked with me. He's, his success is based on my success. And I will sometimes be in the very back just tossing grenades up into the front, stopping, <laughs> grab another grenade, Kobe, right back into the, into the people. I really do play guerrilla warfare in this game. It That's is the something most I didn't realize. Like I, so we when we all linked up, me, Nave, and Philip the other night, we were all playing solo. Like that was a solo yeah. thing. And then I, I was on today with a friend, and we we're playing squad stuff. And I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. That must be new. Like in the it's you know, it was a recent? recently added thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's you have each team has points. Right. And whichever team has the most points, they win as a team, which is yeah. which is neat. And like Fortnite does that kind of thing too. Now, if you queue up as a as a duo or a trio. Um, mm -hmm. you can win as the trio you don't have to be the sole victor which i like that they add that stuff to um these kinds of games because it makes it more cooperative yeah you know it's still competitive but you have a squad you can roll with yeah it I... makes sense that it just got recently added because uh me and phil have found i guess it's a bug or maybe it's intentional but in in uh when you duo in spartan showcase i'm not sure if it's the same for duos or squads but the very last mission you always had to throw balls at each other and knock each other off. Well, multiple times, me and Philip were the only two people left, and we were on the same squad. So it became a death match amongst <laughs> brothers, like the end of A Way Out, which I guess I just spoiled. But, man, it was always funny, except the very first time when, we when it happened. I think it happened three times. Me and Philip looked at each other, and I went, reached my hands out, and Philip walked up to me, gave me a hug, and we both walked off the ledge together. Aww. <laughs> Love that, and then I won. Apparently, so yeah. So yeah I apparently, I fell a little bit faster. I should have jumped to the end. All right, uh, I think that covers all the meat points or all the parts where Nave is like, "Philip, write this down." <laughs> so, do you guys have any more meat points you would like to share? Um, I will say that my favorite way to win is by the skin of my teeth. Like, my favorite thing is any match that has like slime surrounding you, and if you fall out you lose like mm -hmm. one of those where it's like you're running on the wheel i'm literally falling as someone else is but they fell first so yeah, i still gosh. qualify it like so often it's happened so often and every time i'm like oh like i assume at that point once i'm falling i'm like up oh, i'm out and then i don't and i'm like oh, i made it like it, i'm genuinely surprised every time it's great like i love that you can accidentally win in this game which is not as easy to do in a lot of other competitive multiplayer games yeah in my very first win, I have it recorded on on our Twitter. It's uh, I jump and I grab the crown, but the guy that's with me, it's by the skin of our teeth, and he hits the crown first. I don't know if it's just latency or if he just forgot to grab immediately. So I like a millisecond later, I grabbed and then he grabbed, but he bounces off of the crown on my screen. So oh, I wow. definitely thought I'd lost, and then it, and it gave me the win. <laughs> oh, that guy was he probably was, so mad. Yeah. Yeah. He turned into electricity after that match. He was so bad. <laughs> that guy's he the his own body. He's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just the last thing, and I think we mentioned it before, but like I think this game's a great party game. Um, mm -hmm. even though it's like it's pretty hard, like compared to Mario Party, you know, like when we play Mario Party, like people who are not as good at games as I am without sounding too much like a douche. Um <laughs> People, oh no, me. We're all great gamers often. here. Yeah. <laughs> they win way more often in games like Mario Party. Like, I don't think people are going to just like pick up a controller and win at Fall Guys, but it is really fun as a party game to like try and get as far as you can because it's very obvious from the beginning that you should not take this game super seriously. It's a goofy game. So, 
I've always had fun with people who don't play a ton of games. Like we want to like play something or, you know, we don't feel like playing, you know, whatever other party game, like just throw on fall guys and just pass the controller. It's a great time. You say you shouldn't try hard, but I've already sent my highlight reel to the MLG <laughs> pro circuit oh, yeah. for fall guys. Well, you can try hard, but it. it's not like a, it's not like if, if I ever hear of someone who like, throws their controller and breaks their tv because of a fall guys loss like i'm gonna be like there's something wrong with you like you need to chill the fuck out i don't think we're to that point but me and nave are very competitive in most games like yeah just with my my in-laws like they have like a favorite game i think it's called like play nine or golf or something like it's just a card game Mm -hmm. so it's like uno but you can kind of choose when to end the game and then whoever has like the most cards in their hands that's how you lose you want low scores and it got to a point where they won't let me play anymore because I am not afraid to eat points if I can drag someone else down harder than me. <laughs> so I will eat like... Oh, he will eat us. 50 points. And then that was the end of him. <laughs> and then Phil died. Yeah, the dragging down nature of this game is is pretty phenomenal. I think it's it's the most frustrating, but also it's the most cathartic thing about this game. That even if you go into the match, you can just be like, okay, I had such a bad match last match. I was in the finals and I got eliminated from bullcrap. I'm going to just ruin everyone in this alleyway. I'm just going to make sure they <laughs> hit the hardest time. And there's just something goofy about that. And... The variance, uh, I would like to point out, you know, Dave was talking about skill differentials. And Mm -hmm. Melissa definitely doesn't play nearly as much games as me and Philip. And so it was a constant where we were, if we were in a squad game, we were always like finishing first or first or like second in the squad. And whenever we play solos, it made it that much sweeter for her to finish and then see me stuck in the hammers and going, (laughs) oh, my God, these people won't move. These incompetent fools or like getting hit by eight balls at one like at one time, like the magical uh, percentage chance of you getting hit by those cannons. Mm -hmm, But it just keeps going and going and going. And you're just like, why? Why me? Why am I being punished what what choices did I make to torture me this way? Yeah, dude, it's like the cannonball. It's like I I'm like sometimes I'm certain that there is a dev using those cannonballs, and they're like <laughs> that one. You're gonna die, Ezio, and then just like, think, start shooting Ezio. I used to think that all the time growing up, like when I was playing online games, that there was secretly a dev manipulating things in MMOs or other online games to fuck mm-hmm. with you. That like I know it's not the case, but my brain always went there. Like it's gotta be, it can't be me. That would be super fun if you could like somehow earn the right to. You know, there's that like uh, charging hippo game. You know, like if you could somehow just earn the right to play as the hippo and just right. you play. Like there's 20 people and then you're the hippo. You try and knock the other people out. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right, Philip will sh- join back eventually one day, I assume. So um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and then we are – I've never done this before, so this is weird. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to go to the meat points. Or no, we're going to go to the final words. Oops, bye-bye. <laughs> and then the music plays. Oh, my bad. Did I miss the pod? Welcome back, Phil. You're late, Philip. <laughs> yeah i I, t- I tried to do the transition and i did very bad but to the final i've never done that transition before so yeah. yeah we we were taking a break while we were waiting for you all right and we're back fall guys a game about grab grabbing a hold of some guys and just fall into your deaths who would like to go first for our final words go philip <laughs> all right i will take this <laughs> 
All right, so we, I was like on vacation and I was talking to Nave and I'm like, hey, what game are we going to play? And he was like, all right, we're going to do a short game since uh, we're not going to have a lot of time this week. And I'm like, understandable, what are we going to play? And he texts me, he's like, Fall Guys. And I'm like, let's do it. Because I've seen videos of Fall Guys and I'm like, yep, that looks like fun. And I said, is this a uh, co-op game? And he's like, nah, man, this game is pure PvP. Did I get into it? <laughs> no, and I this... think the specific words were, he's like, is it co-op? And I go, yes, if by co-op you mean PvP as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I get into it, and this game is incredible. It is, I don't want to say it's ahead of its time, but it is definitely, like, had an impact in its time. This game is worth playing. It's free to play. Go out there, get your friends to download this game for just, like, a night of fun. Any system. Uh, I had my wife, she was playing it on our, her laptop in there. I was playing it in here. No problems. Only three gigs, three gigs for so much fun for you to be able to just get in this game. And the amount of screaming that has erupted from playing this game, the amount of let's go that just, just mm-hmm. like popped up whenever you qualified made it to the final rounds or the amount of you just screaming, going super saiyan as you get hit by a hammer into the same wall for the fifth time before sliding off the cliff. As you watch the mob of beans run onto the finish line <laughs> and you're like, why God, why does this have to be me? <laughs> the amount of, <laughs> or the amount of like, all right, we're working together, guys. We're running. We're in a, a big line. I look over to my left. It's like the Avengers opening, like the, the music's playing. And I see Nave on my left. I see like our other squad mates on the right. And we're like, we got this, boys. And then I just see a little frog that I have to jump over in front of me. I go to jump over the frog just as he inflates, stopping me dead in my tracks. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I missed. As like everyone else just like runs on. And I'm like, well, I hope they score high enough that uh, even if I don't make it, we can still win. This game is full of joy and it is it's so well made like we did have like a couple of complaints there's a couple like technical nitpicks we could say about like the scoreboard doesn't always update when you're in the game but honestly does it really matter like if you're playing halo do you really care how many kills you're losing by so just download the game give it a try this game is incredibly (laughs) good just play the game yeah yeah i agree i i think like this game's kind of a breath of fresh air in the battle royale like genre you know like especially when it, i don't know what's going on with battle royale games now but when this game released it was like fortnite apex legends stuff like that where i'm like i am never playing those games because i don't like competitive stuff but when this came out i was like oh this looks like uh oh what was that show called uh like like bonsai or something like that or yeah something like I so i was like it. oh that looks uh that looks super weird and fun like wipe out so there's no way that there's going to be like, you know, toxic people ruining my fun in the game and still pretty much true. Just your I teammates. Mean, so yeah, just, just my uh, co-op partners that I have on the voice chat ruining my fun. That's all. So, uh, I just think, <laughs> yeah, I think the game's a ton of fun. Like you said, like it's anyone can drop in and have fun with it. I don't think anyone can like jump in and win, but I think anyone can jump in and have fun and, you know, laugh at how goofy everything is and how, like how clumsy the little dudes are and stuff like that. And the courses that they keep adding are mostly pretty fun. I'm still real bad at the fruit matching one, but you know, <laughs> Oh um, yeah. <laughs> count the fruit. We're like, yeah. Dave, I'm not counting. You count the fruit. And he's like two coconuts as I jump for the grapes and fall to my death anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I don't, like I said before, I haven't won before, but I still enjoy playing it. Like it's, it's just a goofy good time. Yeah. Totally recommend. It's, it's free and even if you're like me and you don't like 
competitive multiplayer games like i think that this is something you'd probably have fun with yeah it's i mean it's on every platform it's on pc it's on xbox it's on playstation it's on switch it runs well on all of those platforms which is the real accomplishment like it is i agree with everything that's been said already i think it's a fun game it's really easy to get into it it's it's like it's a get in and get out kind of game too and i like to have those kinds of games games where i can turn off my brain maybe turn on a podcast like this very podcast and give it a listen mm-hmm. while playing it because the the music and that to say like the sound design and the music in this game is great like it gives me like splatoon vibes also like i just like kind of how joyous the music is but like it's a fun thing to do while you're doing other things too and i like those kinds of what i call podcast games where i can like kind of listen to some shows while or watch something while playing a thing and so yeah it's yeah. it's really easy to get into really easy to jump in it's on every platform uh, and you can play with your friends. You can play alone. Like it's definitely, definitely worth checking out. Yeah. And I don't think we mentioned before, but like how long would you guys, even if you make it to the final round, how long would you guys say one of these, like they call them shows in the, in the game would take what, like 15 minutes, something like that. Max. Yeah. Max. So loading screens. It would be like nine minutes, <laughs> but with loading screens, it's about 15. Yeah. So it's not a huge time commitment. If you're one of those people who's like, you know, I want to play a game for 20 minutes and then go to bed. Like you can enjoy a little bit of fall guys. All right, oh, Nate. fall guys, uh, a battle <laughs> Royale to stand amongst the giants, like spell break and <laughs> radical heights, <laughs> a true trailblazer. Um, this game, absolutely a ton of fun with all of your friends. The more competitive your friends are, the better, because, uh, that's me and my, me and my, uh, me and Philip's relationship with each other. That's, it's just pure competitive nature. By the end, it was to the point where we didn't even need to say anything. And I could tell Philip was smirking because he'd won. And I'm just like, (laughs) just getting angrier and angrier. And he just doesn't say anything. I'm waiting for him to say something so I can yell, but he doesn't, um, this kind of game, uh, is perfect for basically everyone of all ages and it is on everything like everyone said it's you know it's weird going after three people because it's like how do i say with my own words what they all just said and uh i don't know how to do that so i'll just wrap up by saying play yakuza please (laughs) (laughs) yeah i second that right thirded and now I want to take this moment to once again thank all our guests. Old Yokar Rekt, who could not be here because he had to go to dinner, I guess. Thank you, Yokar Rekt. The Real Dave. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having uh, me. Thanks for coming. And Matt. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. Oh, yeah. This was a, a good time. You guys want to talk about your shows again one more time? Sure. For I the mean, people you... joining him halfway through the podcast. Do people right. really do that? Right. No, right. why would they do that? No one does that in a podcast. <laughs> I skip halfway through the pod before I start yeah. listening. They just want to get to the good part, though, like the Fall Guys part. I could see that, like just getting to the meat and meat and potatoes. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can find me on most social platforms as DJ underscore Stormageddon. Um, I am a podcaster and a DJ. I uh, have four shows that I host, many more that I edit and produce. Uh, you can just go to djstormageddon.com to find all the shows that I work on, my merch store, my Kofi, all that good stuff. Um, if you are playing Fall Guys, hit me up. I am DJ underscore Stormageddon on most social platforms and, and game platforms too. And I'm always looking for folks to play games with online. But uh, yeah, this was a blast. Thank you for having me. And if you give my shows a listen, let me know. 
Yeah, and I'm Dave. I'm the host of Tales from the Backlog and a top three podcast, Tales from the Backlog for video game stuff, a top three podcast for top three lists. And once again, I did an episode on Tales from the Backlog with Nave. That's a good place to start. Just a few episodes back, if you're listening, you know, near when this episode comes out. And uh, you can find me in the link tree that I'm going to give to the guys and put in the show notes so that I don't have to list all these social media handles. <laughs> Smart. Okay, we greatly appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nate, what are we playing next week? I don't know. You tell me. Probably something we've already either. played. We've got like three games that we've played and we just haven't done an episode on. So I've been kind of winging I, it. I really want to knock Hydro Thunder off my list. When are we just going to play Hydro Thunder and just call that a game? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Let's play Hydro Thunder. <laughs> Sounds great. Me and Matt are right. witnesses. It's happening. Yeah, it's got to happen I mean, now. Uh, you guys got Xboxes? You play Hydro Thunder with us? I Hydro don't. Thunder I have, is, is it on Game Pass PC? I, I'll, I'll, no, nah, it was Games for Gold. They gave it away Damn. like months ago. Damn. Man. But Anyways. that is a running joke where we will be like, yeah, we're going to totally play Elder Scrolls Online next week. And then, nope. <laughs> not for five months you've been trying to game. make that happen for a while now yeah but it, that scrolls. game is so big because so it's always <laughs> in the back of our head like yeah we could push like, it another week and play and then we just play fall guys for 30 hours like we don't do any eso <laughs> what even is a daily in that game well Dave, there's actually a lot of dailies in eso anyways <laughs> let's call it here thanks for joining us this week co-op partners maybe we can all get smashed by some giant hammers together later oh god i was gonna say something about the hammers uh <laughs> oh i missed <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>